Hello, everyone, and welcome to the conversation in exchange between great minds. Uh, today, uh, Louis and I are going to talk about uh, about Marvel and and the Marvel Cinematic Universe because it's something that we've both enjoyed for years now, and we finally get the opportunity and the and the medium to talk to it to talk about it to you guys. So, without further ado, we are going to start with Louis's reaction to the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness trailer which he has just seen so it was that it was the one i it was the one that i think was shown at the super bowl so we're gonna get his reaction so w what did you think of it so far it was seen as a, at the super bowl yeah i think it was a, it, it was at the it was first shown at the super bowl so well, what's it's, your immediate reaction so yeah i just saw it like two seconds ago and um i have many questions such as um what is like how are how are, how is the movie going to like First of all, wait, the first scene, uh, there's a lot of things to wrap up in my head, but the first scene where he's like, I had this dream and now I wake up into a nightmare. Like, how, why he's having, like, s these dreams? Is it, like, somebody, somebody calling him from another dimension? Like, yeah. like, what is the source of that dream we want to know, you know? Is, um, he talked, he, there was some talk in the trailer about uh, consequences, probably for what he did in, uh, in Spider-Man. Spider yeah. Yeah. So that's gonna be interesting. Maybe, do you think we're gonna see Spider-Man in the next Doctor Strange? Yeah. By the way, spoiler alert for every Marvel oh, yeah. movie. Uh, which Spider-Man? Wait, what? Which? Well, you <laughs> oh. said, do you think we're gonna see Spider-Man? I said, which? Yeah, one? right. No, I mean Tom Holland because like he's the one who, who, uh, who. I mean, yeah. You can argue that it's not really Doctor Strange that's responsible for. for that. You could. Although I, I'm I'm a very practical man, yeah, and I mean I'm super I'm super excited that Sam Raimi is directing Multiverse of Madness, and we can talk about that in a few minutes. So Sam Raimi directed the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, so I think it would be great if Tobey Maguire made his, a cameo in the in the in the Doctor Strange two movie, just yeah. a little something. Yeah, that that would be good too. That would be that would be a nice nod to the to to their previous work. Uh, I think it's possible but unlikely that Tom Holland Spider-Man would be in the movie. Just because, look exclusively looking at the trailer, it seems like there's going to be so much, so many other things going on. Yeah. That to somehow also fit Spider-Man into this would make would lose some of the Doctor Strange aspect in the movie. Yeah. Also, Wanda. Uh... Yeah. There's Wanda. There's America Chavez, uh, Wong, and everyone else from the Sanctorum as well. Yeah. Well, in the trailer, he says he has nothing to do with. Um... With uh, like the the story with WandaVision, do you think that's still gonna have like a place in in the story? I, I, it should. Well, obviously, it's it's something that Doctor Strange was aware of. It it was serious enough that Doctor Strange was aware of it. Because mm. remember, because Wanda asked him, "Are you here?" And he, well, Doctor Strange said, "I'm not here for what happened in West in Westview." So yeah, it's but, it's still consequential. But. Do you think what happened in Westview is actually due to like? Wanda's knowledge of the multiverse, or is it like completely unrelated to something else? I think, I think my the reason the motivation behind what happened in WandaVision was that was that the Scarlet Witch just got very uh, emotional, and she had she 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 never had such an emotional attachment, except maybe to her brother who also died. Hmm. And now that Vision had also died, she wanted to create sort of a perfect reality. Yeah, and I guess you could say that she's creating a really a reality within a reality, so it's it could be sort of an internal universe. 
it could have something to do with multiverse of madness really i have no idea it's the multiverse anything can happen you know? yeah the trailer i think we if we could like unpack it scene by scene we would maybe like did use a lot of things from the movie but yeah. it's also quite unclear what's going to happen that's kind of the point though. yeah <laughs> <laughs> the point of a good trailer <laughs> is to be confusing yeah like the spider-man was just a bunch of random clips that really had no coherence and they were all like the first 30 minutes of the movie yeah i'm really uh excited to see like all the weird um space stuff and like there's doctor gonna, strange stuff with mirrors and stuff there's like that, gonna be know? a lot of mystic uh mystic aspects to the movie so how do you think sam raimi is going to play into this movie because he's sam raimi besides the spider-man trilogy is is known for his his horror movies so what do you what do you think horror would bring to a doctor strange movie well i think the first i mean you know horror movies think also about nightmares and dreams so that's there's a connection and like also you see these scenes in the trailer where basically uh He's like being tortured, I guess, by some other beings. Seems like he's being tortured by him, a variant of himself. Oh yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, that was weird. Things just got old guy. Yeah, yeah, things just got out of hand. (laughs) Or even like uh, tortured by the people who want him prosecuted for what he did. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even Wanda. Maybe even Wanda. We saw also two versions of Wanda in the trailer. Yeah, there was the one where she was. uh, I don't know. She was surrounded by a sort of ring in her full mm. scarlet witch outfit yeah which by the way i don't know i, I think I'm, I'm i may be speculating here I, I am speculating here but i think she might so the scarlet witch or a variant of the scarlet witch might be the main villain in the movie which would make sense because in the trailer we caught a glimpse a glimpse of them a little fighting a little bit when she said mm. that when dr strange messed up the multiverse he was he was a hero but when she did it she was a villain she said oh that doesn't seem fair so there's already a bit of tension. It's light tension, but it could be at the beginning of the movie. So yeah. she could end up being the main villain. I don't. I don't see that being completely out of the realm of possibility. Also, there was that uh, going back to it. There was a scene with the where she was in some sort of ring or altar, and she was seen. She seemed probably controlling some multiversal aspect yeah. of God knows what. We also saw that at the very end. I think of. I think I think it was the very end that of Wandavision. We saw that she was like in her log cabin and like yeah. doing stuff and reading yeah, that was the old post credits scene. Yeah, post credits yeah. scene. Yeah. And uh so there was there's a moment kind of elephant in the room, there there's a moment in the Doctor Strange trailer where it sounds like Patrick Stewart's Charles Xavier says something. Yeah. What did he? Well, I forget what he said. I and, think he said. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Regardless, it sounded it sounded a hell of a lot like Patrick Stewart, and Patrick Stewart's got one of those voices that is pretty unmistakable. So, what the hell is going on? I'm, like, I'm getting like um, Palpatine returning to Star Wars vibes in Episode yeah. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> except except Star Wars did it wrong, and Marvel yeah. might actually do it correctly. We're gonna um, see that. Oh, I hope, man. I, I hope they don't destroy the Marvel universe like Disney ruined. The, the yeah. anyway uh off- i mean we, we could have a debate about that later if you want <laughs> coming to another podcast louie and i are going to talk star wars uh but yeah they i think there could be they could be bringing in the x-men because i think marvel got the rights back to the x-men so i think they're free to do whatever they want and there's actually also another rumor that 
the Illuminati could be the main villain. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I think what I read is that the Illuminati in the Marvel Universe is the is a collection of the smartest beings on Earth. And if you and if you if you remember from from the X Men movies, uh, Charles Xavier is is the is the brains behind the entire operation. Mm-hmm. So it's plausible that he would sort of be the head of the Illuminati, and that the Illuminati would have something would have beef with Doctor Strange. That seems, I mean, not far fetched. But remember, like four years ago, when Illuminati was a meme and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's, I don't know, that sounds kind of ridiculous, but maybe, I don't know. It's possible. It's possible. Well, you saw Doctor Strange being surrounded by those weird robots and being brought into a room. Yeah, that's something, like, very... That could be, like, the Illuminati secret room where they make decisions, I don't know. Yeah, sounded, like, very futuristic, like, iRobot stuff. And then there was was another thing that's going around that's saying, uh, that's speculating the return of Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four as part of the Illuminati, because he's also incredibly smart. Hmm. I, so, didn't, I didn't see Fantastic Four. Okay. Was it good? Neither have I. Okay. <laughs> I just I, I just saw this, oh, you know, you get those crappy screenshots on Instagram or something of rumor mill. Yeah. <laughs> Here's this very uh, pixelated picture of, of Reed Richards. That it could be him or something. But that would make sense if if they went with the whole Illuminati thing because Reed Richards and Charles Xavier are both very smart. So. Do you think there's a link between uh, the multiverse and Infinity Stones? Or are we done with the Infinity I mean, Stones? I'm inclined to say no because what we've what we've known from for Marvel up until Endgame was that that was the Infinity Saga. Mm. So the the Infinity Stones seem like such a minute detail now in comparison to the multiverse. Yeah, that is true. Remember that scene in Loki where he's like he opens the drawer and he sees he's like tens of yeah. infinity stones and like that i think that was like the beginning of yeah of them being meaningless like you you, you were like eight to like 20 something movies you built up to the collection of these stones of these six stones mm. and obviously the snap happened and and then it, it was all for nothing <laughs> yeah i mean it, it make great movies i guess yeah but now it doesn't really matter anymore i guess we'll see yeah, we'll see. it's possible. It's possible, you know. Maybe like reality stone, I guess. Reality stone, maybe even time stone. I don't know. Yeah, Doctor Strange time stone that would make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other one's not not really so much. Yeah, but uh, I think it would be difficult to, for them to incorporate a an Infinity Stone into into the Doctor Strange movie. Anyway, so speaking of Loki, Louis. Yes. You have you have sung its praises many times. So why is it? I think it's fair to say that Loki is your favorite uh, Marvel TV show, if not Marvel project. Well, I mean, maybe not Marvel project, but I've only seen two: WandaVision and Loki, and I thought Loki was very good. So what made you what made you really excited about Loki? Um. Well, it was really different from all the the other, I mean, Marvel movies, and also it got me to know Loki a little bit better because you know in thor and stuff like that he's kind of portrayed at this like uh like mis- mischievous asshole little yeah brother. but like not- nothing much you know but right. like with the series you kind of see his soft side and things he you know and he falls in- he falls in love and stuff so yeah i think that's nice um and also just well at the end of loki we see all this thing with the end of time 
a possible connection to the multiverse. And basically, I think that the TVA is an interesting concept for, I, I think for the w- franchise. I think what happens in Loki directly leads into uh, into the multiverse. Oh, yeah, for sure. Everything that happens in uh, Doctor Strange. Maybe not. Huh. Spider-Man, I'm not sure. What Doctor what Strange? Yeah. Well, I think what, what happens in... What happened in Loki will ha- will definitely be connected to what happens. What will happen in Doctor Strange? Oh too. yeah. Um, we don't get the multiverse because it because in the last episode of Loki, I think they were talking. What were they talking about? It was the yeah. It was the end of time when. I don't know. There was there was. Yeah, some... I think it ends. It ends on a cliffhanger because Loki, I think, kills. So Sil- it was guy. Sil- no, it was Sylvie who killed Kang. Oh yeah, Sylvie killed guy, and so. Because he said. Because at one point Kang said, "Oh, we we breached it, we breached mm. the like was it the end of time? No, it wasn't. It was like the stability of the universes or something. So now everything is." Yeah, they were talking about different versions of versions of Kang, sort of like yeah. collaborating or I don't know. Yeah, so I don't going know. Going to war. Well, there's going to be a season two. So are you yeah. excited for that? Yeah, very very. <laughs> what did you not like about Loki? I, I didn't say I didn't like it. I said it it wasn't my it wasn't my favorite TV. It wasn't my favorite of the Marvel shows. Loki. Did you, did you like WandaVision more than Loki? Yes, I pref- mm. I preferred WandaVision. Okay. Loki at the time was if I'm not mistaken, it came out after WandaVision. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it came after. Wait, no, before. I don't even remember. Yeah, I remember it was a. Wait, let me search that. Yeah, just the 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 premise for I I get the pr- the premise for Loki, but the, every everything with the TVA it, it, it it's all very confusing, and uh, I think they could have they could have included they could have released it at a better time than they did. Yeah. Uh. Well, Loki was in June in. Uh, Water Division. Division in, yeah. Yeah. I still think it makes sense. You know. Maybe I mean leads. it's good. I just yeah, I don't I don't think they released it at the right time. WandaVision or Loki? Loki. You wanted before WandaVision? Probably. Okay. I think that would have made more sense. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. But I but, mm. but then it's hard to say like how would the two but the two aren't even connected, so I guess it it doesn't really it's kind of independent. Yeah. I mean regardless uh what did you think was like better about WandaVision? Oh, I'm in the actual like series. This is this is gonna sound kind of cheesy, but I'm I'm a I'm a fan of uh, like Amer- American sitcoms throughout history. So it was funny to see them play on like the um, you know the I Love Lucy style, and then yeah. you know and then the more Full House '90s esque uh, style. So that was, that was really funny. I I enjoyed that. Plus, it was more of a humorous show. I, I prefer I generally prefer things that are funnier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, One Division didn't lose the the serious aspect. Yeah. yeah, I think it was interesting how the first four episodes or three were kind of like goofy. We didn't really know what was happening. It was after, a, it was blissful ignorance. Yeah, exactly. And after we were getting these hints mm. around, and finally we understand what happens in the real I think real world. One division. What's great about One Division is that it's one of those shows where you watch it the first time around, and then to truly understand it, you have to watch it again because, yeah, because then you'll actually yeah, have the you'll you'll ha- you'll, ha- you'll know how what everything actually means mm. it's like the, the the post not the post credit scene but the ending scene for the first couple episodes were them turning monitors off and things like what, what is that like you you saw it zoom out mm. you saw the 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 picture zoom out of 
Wanda and and Vision, you see it zoom out onto a monitor, and then someone turn off the monitor. The monitor was in black and white, but the real world real world was in color. So like, yeah. what the what the hell is going on? So you have. You, it, I think it's better to. Yeah, actually, go back I more. I liked it better the second time I watched it because the first time I was. Oh, so you did watch it the second time? Yeah, I, oh, okay. I watched it. I watched it twice, and I watched Loki twice too. But the first time, like the first three episodes, I was like, okay, this is kind of like long yeah. and i don't really understand what's going on so, Lo- loki though you don't need you didn't need to watch twice loki you could have understood the first time around yeah but there are, there's a lot of things to unpack too That's i mean true. i watched a lot of subtleties. i watched it again because it was fun but should we mention falcon and winter soldier oh you didn't see it did you what falcon and winter soldier yeah i did see it oh you did see it what, oh yeah so three um uh, probably least favorite of all right all the three fair enough it was decent but nothing Blew yeah. my mind. Really. I feel like Falcon War Soldier was it's really its sole purpose was to cement Falcon as the new Captain America. I guess yeah. I didn't see much more utility the, other than that. The, the villains uh, like the the hand what was it not the hand? I don't remember. It was it was really of it wasn't really important. I think they should have made the main villain the you know the fake Captain America. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think he had more potential to be like the, the villain for the whole series Fair because enough. after like they fight and he just says, "Okay, fine, you win," and it's like I gotta say the best part of Falcon and Winter Soldier was was Zemo. Oh yeah, the trade Zemo's Zemo. there too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so obviously he didn't stick as much with you, but I I don't know. I think he's a, hair, a hilarious. By the way, this might be an unpopular opinion. I think Zemo is the best villain in villain in the Marvel universe. Well, we didn't see him much. I mean, in the one movie where he showed up, he tore the Avengers apart from the inside. That is true. That is true. And but, they were never the same after. But we didn't know much about him. Like, I mean, I mean, he he did lots of stuff, sure, but we only saw him. Maybe he had maybe like five minutes of screen time in like Civil War. No. Like ten minutes. I, I don't he know. He wasn't he wasn't really there. Like most of Civil War was just like Avengers like debating. But that just proves how effective he is. No, I know. You're, you're right. He's a good villain, but like we didn't He was maybe he wasn't well written, but he was he was effective in what he uh, he had to carry out. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, he's not my favorite villain in the terms like of watching yeah. like entertainment, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, he was a good villain too. Yeah. I mean, I think arguably the best villain is Thanos because Thanos, Thanos, Thanos. That Thanos. I mean, he just freaking destroyed everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, so moving on to next maybe question, topic. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite movie? Favorite tr- franchise, actually. Um, so are we including... A- after Spider-Man No Way Home, are we including the Toby and Andrew movies? Or... What? Are we going to include all the previous Spider-Man movies? Oh, yeah, sure. not Tom Holland. Uh, yeah, sure. So you have, yeah, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Spider-Man 1, 2, 3. Okay. I think I'm going to have to go with Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 2. I think that was a great movie that dealt with uh, with responsibility and, and what, what it actually means to be a superhero. It, it, bro- it tore him down to his bones and... So, and Spider-Man, uh, the second movie from... <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I was asking. Like, do oh, yeah. Because we... well, now with the multiverse, 
can we include the previous, the other Spider-Man? Yeah, I mean, sure, sure. Okay, okay. So, so this is for favorite movie, right? Yeah. The, okay. I, I'll, okay, I feel like that was kind of a cop-out answer. Civil War is my favorite movie for some of the reasons that we talked about. Like, like Zemo. Okay, Louis. Okay. What's your favorite movie? Um, I think Infinity War is probably the most... Maybe I mean, maybe it's not the best movie, but I think it's one of the most entertaining ones because we actually see the Avengers uh, lose at the end. Mm. And that's... It's it's an actual challenge for them to beat mm. Thanos. It's kind of... I guess it's not as deep maybe as like the uh, threads in Civil War and stuff, but I think... I think it was, you know, a lot of good action scenes and a lot to unpack from these movies. So, so, um, what's, so what's your favorite... So that was favorite individual movie. What's your favorite trilogy of movies? So between Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, and now Spider-Man. Mm. Uh, Thor, not really because, I mean, I think the first two kind of suck. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Dark World was not great. Spider, I like the Spider-Man movies, but he's just not my favorite superhero. Okay, fair enough. Uh... Probably sound basic, but I like Iron Man. Why is that? Why is that basic? He's the OG. He's yeah. I mean, he's he's like. I mean, I think it's ex- expected answer. I don't know. Robert Downey Jr. is the Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just awesome. You know, engineer stuff and also just yeah. really cool. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's he's the actual super, the brain super. I mean, apart from Hulk, also, but you don't have a Hulk trilogy, so I yes. Guess. But like yeah, um, Robert Downey Jr. is a great actor, and he he was Iron Man in real life too, or at least he acted like it sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> because... I mean, I couldn't make tell the difference between the two. There, there was so it's so funny. There there are a few actors that Marvel cast perfectly, like Iron Man. Yeah. Um, like I also think Falcon. I think I think Anthony Mackie was a was a near perfect pick for Falcon. Yeah. He's got the attitude for it. He's yeah, kind of got true. that loud he's he's from New Orleans, so he's kind of got that loud boastful attitude. Um I think for what they could, they cast Spider-Man really well. Yeah. Cuz he was kind of young, well he's very he was, he was out of the all three Spider-Men in recent times, he was the youngest to be cast in the role and he di- he so he looks the part. <laughs> uh and he's He's kind of naive and foolish in a way. And so it was really interesting to see him mature and grow through the three movies. And I'd say that he has. Mm, yeah, that's true. Although, he he seems to have grown up a lot in the first and second movie. And after in the third movie, he just messes up everything again. <laughs> but like, I guess so. I think it was really at the tail end of the movie where he really... He had to restrain himself from revealing yeah. revealing who he was and... Trying and his, to get his old life back. His character arc completes like yeah. Definitely. At the end, he he really becomes like Spider Man. That's true. He becomes an independent Spider Man, independent from Iron Man, mm. Mysterio, Doctor Strange, and even the Avengers as a whole. Because now no one remembers who the hell he is. Yeah. Yeah. So so, what's your favorite uh, franchise? Mine, I think. Uh, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stick on theme here. I think it's Captain America. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just think the stories are the most interesting because it's it's all about the 
the hard shell between Steve Rogers and Bucky Barnes that carry the entire trilogy. Mm. So it's the friendship, then the loss, then the revival, and then the saving of, of him. Whereas Iron Man and Thor, it's kind of, oh, there's one guy, and he's super great, everything. And uh, the Captain America trilogy, sometimes it feels like Captain America trying to cover up for what his friend did. So it just shows at one, at what point he's loyal. I guess the only thing for me is that Civil War sounded to me more as an Avengers movie than a Captain America movie. Yeah. So, eh, I don't know. That's true. It, it, it seemed more of like an Avengers two and a half. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. And, uh, wait, so there was First Avenger, Winter Soldier, Civil War. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I think they could have maybe... Eh, I mean, I guess we kind of got that in Civil War, but I would have liked to see a third Captain Amer- America movie. Oh, you Captain, Amer- Captain America, Captain America. Yeah, Cap- okay. yeah, you see. I don't know. I'm, I'm also a huge fan of, um, of, like, the political philosophy debate behind Civil War. Hmm. Like, should uh, should governmental or, or inter- international organizations be allowed to dictate the actions of a group based in the U.S.? We're just we're based in any single country, so I, I think it's a, it's a really interesting debate to have. And which uh, which side are you on? You are you on? By the way, I'm on Captain America's side. Oh, interesting. What about you? I'm on Iron Man's side. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I we mean, can have we can have that debate some other time. Oh yeah. Yeah, because we have other things to get to now. But um. Well, yeah. You talked about Spider Man. Um, what what do you think? about so first of all which is your favorite spider-man that's something we wanted to talk about uh it's kind of it's it's, i think it's this debate has had way too much so i'll just say minus toby mcguire they're all great they're all different but my personal favorite is is toby what about you um i think they're all not great (laughs) and i think uh, probably yeah tom holland's my favorite one all right fair enough so what did you think of no way home with three not great Spider-Man. <laughs> no, I mean... Hey, you brought this upon yourself. <laughs> uh, no Way Home wasn't my favorite uh, Spider-Man movie. Okay. But I think the franchise with Tom Holland was my favorite one. And I, I just think that the No Way Home was kind of a lot of fan service and not a lot of substance, even though it did introduce us to like the multiverse and stuff. You know what, that's a hot take. I think uh, fans of the MCU, I think a vast majority of them will say that No Way Home is their favorite movie. Really? Yeah. Really? I think. Given given how massive it was, it's now breaking box office records like left and right. What, so which if it's not No Way Home, which is your favorite Spider-Man movie then? Mm, From the MCU? Probably the second one from Tom Holland. Okay. I think that was really far, unique from, far from home. You think yeah, about far it? from home. Uh, that was okay. a really unique one, and I think the the villain was actually great. I think that's one of my Mysterio. favorite villains. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, that's true. Because Myst- Mysterio, actually, similarly to, to Zemo, got into Spider Man's head. Mm. He messed. He messed with him psychologically. So, yeah, psychological manipulation is a very good way of destroying someone. But you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to hurt someone, you know what to do. <laughs> um, all right, far from home. Interesting, interesting. 
Yeah. What w- What is your favorite Spider-Man movie? In the MCU? Yeah. I I know Way Home. Oh really? I think. Um. Yeah. I I feel like Tom Tom Holland Spider-Man really became the Spider-Man from the comics, and mm. he became truly independent. Because if you read, if you read the comic books, Spider-Man was never really. Uh, as big a part of, in the Avengers as he was in the MCU, right? So it's good. It's good that there's a that there's a sort of separation now, given that they don't know who he is anymore. Well, they forgot who he is. Uh, no, the ending was very good. I just thought the movie as a whole wasn't maybe yeah. that good of a movie. The I, I as a as an origin story, I think the Tom Holland trilogy did a really good job. Yeah. Sick. Because it took him, it took him from, sort of a, a naive young fifteen year old or whatever the hell he is, he's a, a young kid to a spider man, yeah, no longer a spider boy, you know, kind of like coming of age movies. Yeah, so it was a, it was an, an amazing origin story, and I'm excited to see what happens next. I think we can argue that, uh, agree that um, Andrew Garfield was probably one of our least favorite Spider Mans. Just because the, I mean, he's a good movie. He's a good Spider-Man, but like the movies weren't great. The movies weren't great. I think he was a little hard done by. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But he was great in No Way Home. Oh yeah, yeah. He's definitely. He got the redemption he deserved, saving MJ. And yeah, and for Tobey Maguire, I just, I think they're good movies, but just sometimes, especially in the third, third one, it's kind of like. Come on. I know what scene you're talking about. It's the best scene in the movie. No, but like, come on. I'm not even. Ta- I'm not going to talk about that scene. I'm just. You don't talking want the about- finger guns? <laughs> yeah, oh. it's kind of cringe to me. Oh. But anyways, uh, a non-believer. Nope. <laughs> I just think you know Venom and and Sandman is kind of sloppy. Yeah, sloppy there were the there were sloppy movie. villains. Well, because the the reason. So the story behind Spider-Man Three is that uh, the studios really wanted Venom in the movie, mm. so they forced Sam Raimi to put him in the movie, even though Sam Raimi said, "No, this is way too many villains. We already have Sandman and uh, the New Goblin." <laughs> That's true. But Sam Raimi had no power, so he had to put him in. Did you see Venom, by the way? The the new ones with. Um... No, are they any good? Uh, uh, they got a lot of shit from critics and stuff, but I. Th- I thought they were fun. I mean, I didn't see the second one. I saw the first one. Okay. They it wasn't like exceptional or, or anything, but it was. Well, I'm sure it was he's okay. I'm it sure he's a... better than the Venom from the Tobey Maguire. Oh yeah, I, I think so. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. By the way, what do you think of Venom in, in the MCU? Post credit scene. Oh, that's true. That's gonna be interesting. So maybe we're gonna see Venom in. But not Tom Hardy's Venom. Right. Because he went. He got sent back to his universe. Gotcha. By the way, can we just talk about it? Daredevil is back. I know you, you you don't know too much. I love Daredevil. I think he's great. Super cool. That one short scene with Daredevil was yeah. incredible. I think with that, the brick, yeah. the th- the catching the brick, and then the <laughs> the entrance was I don't know. I was like crying my heart out. It was incredible. I have people, to watch Daredevil. People thought I was crazy when I first saw the movie. I went. I went with my dad, and I was like, "Oh my God, it's Daredevil!" <laughs> and people were like, 
who the what the fuck is that did you actually say that out loud in the movie theater yes <laughs> because it's daredevil no but because it, it was so improbable it was it was a netflix marvel that they brought into the mcu and now they can bring the entire defenders in they brought in wilson fisk and hawkeye so who yeah. knows what they're gonna do anyway i mean the theaters were, were like incredible people were clapping when oh, spider-man God, yeah. were coming i mean it was the spider-man spider yeah that's what i said oh okay Sorry, my English pronunciation is kind of rusty these days. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so now, so we we've obviously talked a lot of the, we've obviously talked a lot about the multiverse because that's kind of the big issue in in the MCU right now. So, what would you like to see done with the multiverse, or like what char- or like for example, what characters would you like to see be brought in? That's a good question. Um, I hope there's a connection with Loki and stuff because if they just leave that thing alone, that will be very sad. I think. Yeah. Um, Loki, Wanda. Well, don't forget that at the end of Loki. I I don't remember if it was the post credit scene or the end scene, but he was in a different universe. Hmm. Because he saw Morbius and the agent, and they didn't recognize him. That is true. So Loki might be traveling the multiverse or something. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, that's definitely true. So you want to see a connection between Loki and the larger MCU movies? Yeah, I think uh, Loki didn't really have a lot of interactions with people like Doctor Strange and stuff. Or maybe Wanda. Or Wanda. So I think... I don't know. So if you were to include... If you were... Kevin Feige. Yeah. The big boss. Yeah. And you had one Joker to play and said, I need Loki to be in this one project. Which project would it be? So, okay. So in the, in, in the future projects we have, I mean, we don't know a lot of, about the future projects except the next Doctor Strange, do we? Uh, there are quite a few of them. I'm forgetting. Yeah, no. I mean, they announced a lot of movies, but we don't. Yeah, know. but we don't. We, we don't know. We, the only one we truly know things about is is Doctor Strange, and even then, we don't know that much. Maybe uh, Thor with the Guardians of the Galaxy. That oh, could be fun. Maybe you know the if the Guardians of the Galaxy like because they're literally traveling the galaxy. Maybe they find something about the multiverse. All right, that'll be interesting. So yeah, Loki Guardians of the Galaxy team up. Maybe. Do you think? What do you think of Lady Thor? Who's that? Lady Thor is Jane Foster. Oh, well, her name Jane... is Lady Thor now? I think so. <laughs> Jane, oh, yeah. Fo- Jane Foster is going to reportedly become Lady Thor. Oh, right. Yeah, I knew that she was going to come back in the movie. I didn't know. Yeah. So do you think she's going to be become like an actual uh, like Avenger? Or is she just going to be like... Uh... You know, nerdy space stuff. I don't know. Nerdy space scientists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. The the Thor the Thor people have always kind of been the Thor people and just that. Mm-hmm. Except for WandaVision where they brought in the girl. What is his name? Cat? I don't know. Uh, the one who was Jane yeah. Foster's assistant. Oh, right. And then they brought in Professor Selvig for, uh, for the Avengers 2012. Mm-hmm. But besides that, they've always kind of been their own Thor universe, which makes sense because it was on Asgard and everything. Yeah. Um, 
Barsa. I don't know because I'm confused because Thor is with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But they say that they're going to bring uh, uh, Jane Foster in with... That's going to be interesting So to see them do that. I, I don't think I'm ready for some uh, Jane Foster Guardians of the Galaxy interactions. <laughs> <laughs> like, just imagine Drax meeting Jane Foster. <laughs> I've been standing so completely still. <laughs> uh, fair enough. So you're not really, uh, you're not really. Dating. I mean, no, I'm. I don't know. I haven't seen the movies okay. yet. I'm just curious right. about how things are going to unfold because it seems kind of. It seems like it's going to be a very packed movie. Yeah, it's it'd be too much. I'm one. I'm wondering how they're going to like. Yeah, deal with it. Because already you have the the Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a large group, to which you add Thor. Well, it's more the other way. You add you have Thor to which you add a large group, the Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. and then Lady Thor. There's also Guardians uh, Volume Three, and the Christmas special. It's like, what the what the hell? Why Christmas special? Yeah, there's also going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Really? Yeah. A full time movie or like? I think so. Oh, okay. I was. They're gonna they're gonna do anything with the Guardians of the Galaxy. So uh, we're gonna have lots of things with yeah. With the the GOTG. What do you think about them? I think. I mean, they're, they're kind of a, it's kind of the classic story of a ragtag group that doesn't get along but ends up forging a connection between each other through a series of mm. heartening events so it works it's a formula that that's fine i i wouldn't say that they're standout movies in the mcu except for the fact that the guardians of the galaxy is kind of the first group of superheroes that wasn't one of the huge names because hmm. in the MCU prior to the Guardians of the Galaxy you had Iron Man Captain America Thor Avengers yeah Peter Quill is kind of this loser who just yeah. has a space suit and also when you think stepping away from the MCU when you think of Marvel or superheroes you don't think about the Guardians of the Galaxy um, yeah they're kind of I mean they were they were relatively unknown but now they've been brought in and it was kind of spectacular they they brought the guardians of the galaxy into infinity war into the into infinity war and then into the mainstream conversation because yeah. you know how they made guardians of the galaxy matter and that's kind of impressive yeah and i'm <laughs> i'm very annoyed at peter quill for just not letting them take me off they were <laughs> that was the most frustrating part it's all of quill's the fault whole. guys i mean i'm just saying it's all quill's fault <laughs> <laughs> like there are so many things in infinity war and just imagine if they've just done this then everything would like not happen but... hey what if what if yeah by the way what do you think of what if what if what the tv series i didn't see it oh you didn't see it okay is it is it mcu yeah oh well it was a tv series and marvel's tv series. Mm. it was it was it was decent there were some there were some stories that are kind of far fetched, but that derived from the comic books and it was animated, so that was different. Oh, okay. So I, I'm I'm moderately a fan. I think there's I think there's gonna be a season two. Don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure there is. So. Cool. Yeah. So. We, we mentioned. A lot of the the future projects in the MCU. Which which of those are you most looking forward to? 
And which one are you least looking forward to? I'm definitely Doctor Strange. I mean, I've seen the trailer, and I yeah. I think he's a good superhero. Uh, yeah, that's Fair. what I'm looking forward to. So that's the one you're most excited the, about? The, the other ones, I'm more confused about, like, I wonder, like, how are they going to do it, you know? But I'm not, like, excited for them as much as I am for Doctor Strange. Um, and the least favorite... I don't really... I don't have really a least favorite. All right, fair enough. You, Thor, Thor, you don't seem too... Well, you I You seem kind of confused about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm confused about how they're going to bring Jane Foster and the Guardians of the Galaxy together. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe it's good. I don't know. We haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah. Kind of making predictions, like, without nothing. That's true. Do you have something, like you're particularly looking forward to this is this is an if mm -hmm. but i think it's looking it's likely that there's going to be a fourth spider-man movie which would be if if it were to happen which i think it will it's i it's definitely the thing i look forward to the most because of the possibility of a spider-man daredevil team up against fisk which is something that's done in the comic books quite a bit and the two would interact really well because I think one thing that's been lacking in the Spider-Man in the MCU Spider-Man movies is the groundedness and the connection to New York City because obviously mm. New York City plays a huge part in the Spider-Man comics and we kind of lost that yeah true because there was a lot of there's the traveling to DC and in, in, in Homecoming and then there was a the travel to Europe and far from home while No Way Home was in New York City it wasn't as important because there were there was other shit going on. You know, the the, the multiverse had just yeah. exploded, so it's nice to have a grounded superhero deal with New York centric problems, that like is true. like Wilson Fisk, as we saw in Hawkeye, like Wilson Fisk trying to Godfather New York City and control all the crime and everything that happens. Mm -hmm. So I think that that terrain is ripe for the picking, and I also don't think it would be fan service because it seems like a very logical team up to happen with Spider-Man Daredevil against Wilson Fisk, especially since Daredevil, uh, since Wilson Fisk was already Daredevil's uh, enemy, main enemy in, in the three series of, of the TV show. Hmm. And uh, and now with a clean slate, with Daredevil not knowing who Spider-Man is, well, he never knew in the first place as well. Yes, he did. Daredevil knew who Spider-Man was, who is, what his identity was. But it's going to be interesting now that there are going to be two superheroes that don't know each other's identity, both based in New York, and uh, it's going to be great to see them interact. So you think there's going to be a fourth Tom Holland Spider-Man movie? I think. And I think it should be the last one. Okay. It seems right. Because uh, I think there should also be... I think they should do either a Spider-Gwen or Miles Morales MCU true, thing. True, true. Because I got to say, man, after Spider-Man after uh, Spider Into the Spider-Verse... Oh, that's yeah. That was they, great. They brought in Miles Morales, Spider Gwen, Spider Noir, Spider Pig, Penny Parker, Peter B. Parker. But it, it, the terrain now with the multiverse, the terrain is so ripe. Yeah. For for this great cultivation of Spider Man. Um, that was a great. Uh, Spider is such a good yeah. movie. Actually, now that I think about it, probably my favorite Spider Man really? movie. I okay. Mean, if if you count in the animated. Yeah, that's the debate. It's like, do yeah. we count it? It's animated, so... I don't know. But, yeah, I think it was very solid. Excellent movie. Mm -hmm. 
Although you might have a, a little continuity issue because Haley Steinfeld voiced Spider Gwen in in the Spider Verse movie, and she also played Kate Bishop in Hawkeye. So, oh, <laughs> funny continuity that's gonna have to be dealt with. And I, I interesting. Yeah. Did they announce the the, um, the Daredevil Spider Man collaboration, or is it just like per cure? It's it's more of a it's more of a it's it's speculation for me. It seems it seems logical and likely. Also, the actor who plays Daredevil, Charlie Cox, in an interview, he said, uh, "Yeah, other things are happening, but Ooh. I can't talk about that." <laughs> and then the interviewer mocked him, like, "Oh, so you're back to lying?" And he said, "Yep." <laughs> well, so we'll see if your predictions turn out to be yeah. true. Yeah. We'll come back in a few years, a couple years time. We'll do this a lot, but we'll come back in a couple years time and be like, I was right. No, I was wrong about this or whatever. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um, I, so I, I, so I, w- there was one, there's one thing I did want to talk to you about because I did not see Eternals. Yes. And you have. I did. So I know there's been a lot of controversy surrounding Eternals because I've heard that it wasn't such a great movie and the critics were very critical of it. Well, the critics weren't especially critical of it, but the fan reception from it, the, it was the fan bad. reception was pretty bad. Yeah. What the... Why? What happened? I mean... So what, what's your experience with Eternal? It was watchable. Um, it, it, it has, I think, not really... No connection with the other... Uh, the other movies in the MCU, but the stakes were pretty high too. I mean, it was uh, it talked about like the creation of the universe and like how oh. one guy like uh, created all these Eternals to stop. Uh, I don't remember exactly. It was to stop this like uh, species who were trying right. to like kill the Earth, but it turns out that I mean complicated story but uh it was okay i think uh i mean we all we already saw like such great villains uh, like thanos and dormammu and dr strange and uh yeah i mean like not great as in like good but like important you know yeah yeah, yeah. like that or big monumental stuff. yeah monumental this one was kind of a stretch to me all right uh, kind of underwhelming all right, and, and, and like uh, on a pure like movie thing, the actors weren't doing a great job. Storytelling was if. Yeah, I feel like the cast was put together for the purpose of diversity, because I this was the first time where I read on mainstream news sites about a Marvel movie, and it was like, oh, Eternals <laughs> cast. Yeah, has gay person or, or something and deaf chick, mm. and it, it it's it's fine that there's all that, but it, it kind of seems like they forced it in there, and that that was that's what a lot of the, of, of criticism comes from. Is yeah, kind they of. kind of had to they they felt like they 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 had to stick those people in the roles and. Yeah, and at the end, like so, basically, the Eternals like have lived uh, thousands thousands of years on Earth. But the oh. thing is, yeah, Eternal. they're, they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, in the movie, they actually don't have a lot of chemistry together. Okay. So that doesn't work, you know. It sounds like they're mm. just not, not strangers to each other, but they're kind of forcing into you this kind of like, oh, we know each other so well for like thousands of years. I mean, that feels kind of needlessly artificial. Yeah, true. 
kind of just felt like they put the cast together because they had to. And I was like, all right, movie. Yeah, I mean, forgettable movie. I think. All right. Not me. not terrible, but hey, did, you see, did you see? Did you see Shang Chi? I did. I did. Was it good? Did you see it? No. Um, I think people would say it was very good, and I I think it was good. People like told me it was uh, one of the best Marvel movies and stuff, but like mm. it was okay. It was okay. Okay. Because yeah, I heard, uh, well, Ten Rings, right? It's, it's Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Right? There is a funny connection though with Iron Man three. That's what I was gonna. Yeah, yeah. the Mandarin. <laughs> Probably the best part of the movie. Really? Kind of, yeah, kind of funny. What was the guy's name? I don't he, know. He makes some, an appearance. Yeah. It's just some English guy from Liverpool, I think. It's, yeah. it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Evil terror. No, it's just some scouser. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it was a good movie. All right, so better than Eternals. Oh, definitely. definitely. All right. Eternals was meh. Okay. I mean, I think, I think all the what's your? I think my least favorite Marvel movie is probably uh, uh, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Okay. Have you seen Captain Marvel? I have. I have. I just hate... I mean, I don't like the the actor. Why not? She's kind of annoying. I, I'm not I'm not aware of her personal life or what... No, 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 but, like, even in the movie, I don't... Oh, okay. She, I don't know. Oh. She's kind of, like, sassy and, like... And she has too many... Not enough weaknesses, you know? Um, yeah, she's kind of the perfect superhero. Yeah, it's kind of like they made a uh, woman's Superman who, like, glows up. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Fair. I feel like they kind of made Captain Marvel just to counter Superman, in a way. Yeah, I mean, the connections with... Uh, like, she doesn't, e- she doesn't even have a Krypton. I mean... No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Completely flawless. The only thing I thought was interesting was the connection with uh, Nick Fury. Yeah. I think my least favorite is you know i'm not a fan of age of ultron yeah it was yeah it's it's decent um what's his face james spader i think as the voice of ultron that Mm. was great Mm. it was it was the right mix of creepy and mechanical i think that was great voice acting and casting, but the movie itself was the whole premise of the movie was kind of strange. I I didn't understand the motivation that they're gonna lift a whole country up, and then drop it. Yeah, I mean, uh, city, city, not country. City, sorry, city. It's like there are better ways of killing massive amounts of people than, right? I'm. I mean, I how would you do it? I don't know. I'm not a mass murderer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, mathematicians are not that psychotic. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't think it was that bad. Now I think about it. Oh, or a uh, Dark World. Thor, Thor, Dark World was kind of. You know, I think that movie was so forgettable. I don't even remember it was bad or not. It, I, think, I just don't remember it. Uh, the sole purpose of it was to it was to introduce the Infinity Stone. But even know. then, like we, yeah, we didn't know anything about. I mean, yeah. it didn't give us any information on. It kind of fell out of the sky. Yeah, it's like. Literally, she put her hand like a stone. Yeah, right. The ether. (laughs) Oh, you've been imbued with the ether. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nonsense. I mean, the acting is fine, but the writing and the the plot was. Yeah, but 
I guess that's the problem if you have a larger a larger overall cinematic universe where because because you have the the overall universe you need to have certain plot points in in a movie so there are certain movies that exist only to advance the plot mm-hmm. and I think that was Thor the Dark World was a victim of that consequence because they needed to yeah. introduce the Infinity Stone do you think it's possible that they're gonna um, not mess up but you know with all the multiverse things you're gonna want to make like uh, far-fetched connections between movies and maybe make it kind of like eh you know I'm afraid that's gonna happen like in Doctor Strange I mean, maybe not in Doctor Strange, but maybe it's like, uh, hmm, how can I say this? Um, I mean, the multiverse opening up is such like a complicated concept, and uh, it's it seems kind of like the stakes are always getting higher. You know? Yeah. I'm like, uh, I mean, to to quote to quote Doctor Strange. The multiverse is a concept yes. about which we know frighteningly little. My question is more like, do you think like one day we'll get bored of Marvel movies? Or like they're just going to be using the same formula? You know, that's a great question. Because we, we, well, there's sort of, there's, an, there's a faction of people in the world who are absolutely against comic book movies because they claim it's not cinema. And mm-hmm. so i guess man, maybe is is this whole comic book movie just a phase or a fad i hope not i neither do i but still because it really got like the, the first half decent superhero movie was blade <laughs> you know i think it was like 1998 1999 hmm. I, d- I didn't i don't know anything about that yeah but it, what it wasn't let me just quickly look it up Blade, I think it was. Yeah, it was nineteen ninety eight. That was the that was the first superhero movie that brought the comic book genre into the the conversation. Hmm. And then after that, it was the X Men. And then, I mean, arguably, you had Batman movies before that. Yeah, well, I was talking about Marvel specifically. Yeah, okay. But ba- Batman even wasn't that great. But Batman received a lot of criticism. Yeah, I think it was nineteen seventies. Also, like Tim Burton made that, that was way before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There were the Tim Burton movie, and then there was the Michael Keaton. I don't think the I think the Tim Burton movie wasn't that bad. No. But it it did receive a lot of criticism. It received a lot of criticism. Yeah, Marvel really was the one who kickstarted the whole movie, uh, movie movie superhero franchise. Yeah. With it, with the Blade, the X Men, and then Sam Raimi with Spider Man, and then MCU. Yeah. And then John Favreau and Kevin Feige had this great vision. They brought in RDJ, and then it just exploded. You know, because I think after Endgame, where there's going to be no Iron Man, no Captain America, I thought this, you know, could be like the end of mm. of MCU because there are such prominent figures in, in, so do in you the whole think, franchise. So do you think that's why they went with the multiverse so they could bring in other characters to replace the ones that they've killed off? Maybe. I mean, maybe we'll also see... Who knows, like, other appearances of Captain America or Iron Man, other... I mean, even if their contract is not... Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Maybe we'll see, you know, Easter eggs or something like that. But, nice. yeah, I thought maybe... Do you think it would have been okay to stop the MCU movies at, uh... 
after you know Endgame. after it because it's a good ending you know it's like I, i'm not sure how they're gonna like tie things up together to make because they're gonna stop one day you know and they're gonna have to i mean who knows but like i uh, the thing is Endgame is kind of like a a, a too perfect ending like yeah except for iron man mm-hmm. and and it, well and everyone else who perished but that's the sacrifice of war do you think the the directors have like the whole thing planned because imagine if they do all the movies in uh, phase four with the multiverse and stuff and i don't know maybe it's gonna be hard to to is there a is there a master plan you know going back to what you said earlier about true is is marvel is marvel going to mess up the the multiverse movie i hope not and i think doctor strange is going to be a pivotal movie because if they br- if the rumors are true and they bring in all these people from the X-Men or whatever other universes and they mess it up, I think it's going to be a really bad omen for, it's gonna be tough, yeah. for the MCU. Mm-hmm. They have to get this right to keep the hype going after Endgame. And they, they already started, well, they obviously they kept the hype going with Spider-Man. It was like an incredible movie that brought mm-hmm. in a lot of money for them. So they kept the hype going, but they just... Doctor Strange... Is going to be a massive multiversal movie. It's in the it's in the freaking title. Yeah, because you know, for from the moment it began, uh, MCU pretty much had almost no misses. I mean, no major misses. You know, maybe some forgettable movies, but Thor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they, they... <laughs> but like you know, the main ones like Avengers and stuff. Like it all worked out. Do you think one day there's going to be like a flop or something? Well, I feel like Eternals was kind of that flop, wasn't it? Yeah, but like Eternals wasn't connected to anything related to, well, to the Avengers or like yeah, the main sphere. I think, yeah. I mean, there's got to be a flaw somewhere, right? You yeah, maybe, maybe. I hope it's not anytime soon, because I'm, I'm a Raimi fan, and I really don't want Doctor <laughs> Strange. I really don't want this Doctor Strange movie to go badly. Oh yeah. I think it has the potential to be an excellent movie. I do too. One of the better, if not best. I really loved Doctor Strange one, so I think I think he's one of one of the most interesting characters. Yeah, actually, he's... I think him him and the Scarlet Witch are probably the two most interesting characters in the MCU. Yeah, I think that his story is pretty compelling with the, the yeah. hands and surgery. Yeah, and now he's well, I guess he's not technically the Sorcerer Supreme, but why did he? Oh yeah, he got replaced with he got, uh, yeah, yeah, long as this yeah. It was in the spot. Remember, it was in No Way Home. There was a technicality, because Doctor Strange blipped. So, technically, Wong oh, is not the Sorcerer right. Supreme. That's kind of funny. like everyone knows that Doctor Strange is really the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Facts. Right, so now that we have, we're gonna have Wanda and Doctor Strange in the same movie, with their crazy powers. I think it's gonna be. It also, potential. just going back, you know, in the trailer, there's like. They're in the streets of New York, and there's like a weird monster. Yeah, like a big one-eyed monster. Yeah, yeah, that's what one. I think f- that's about. I, I have no idea. Doctor in the comics, Doctor Strange has fought these crazy monsters and villains from other universes. So it could, it actually could be a byproduct of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. That scene in the trailer could be completely meaningless. It could just be one tiny villain from uh, from another universe. That's giving Doctor Strange a bit of a problem that he'll take care of in a couple minutes. You know? Who knows? I thought in, in uh, Far From Home, I mean, uh, No Way Home, uh, the uh, 
the fact that they opened a bit the multiverse and that surprisingly all the villains from the other the movies Spider-Man. yeah i think that was kind of like i mean i get it's nothing is realistic in these movies yeah. but like it's kind of eh, like fan service you know do you think it's there's gonna be like more rational explanations for these like breakthroughs and stuff or like no and what marvel has done is actually really smart they've introduced the multiverse and the multiverse is kind of the be all end all right you could say you could to answer to you could you could you could answer it's the multiverse to any rational question yeah but that's that's annoying isn't it exactly it's it's the perfect cop it's the perfect cop-out answer yeah congratulations marvel you have (laughs) you created an an eternal excuse like why why did this happen oh it's multiverse yeah i guess it's so. kind of what bugged me about loki it's like oh how do you explain this oh it's a multiverse yeah but i i'm really excited for loki season two because maybe we'll finally understand all the stuff that happened in the first all right season. so what what's your what would you like to see happen in Loki season Oof. two good question um i've honestly not made a lot of predictions for loki season two i just want to know what the hell is going on <laughs> okay so what, so what would you like to see in, in season two what would i like to see uh hmm. maybe loki just kicking ass yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i i want loki to like uh go back to the go back to his you know because now he's in a different yep so i want him to see i want him to to go, go back, back to the mcu yeah. universe all right and see like what's left of the the TVA with the um with Kang dead. Yeah, exactly. And the people that he knew in the TVA. Mm-hmm. Um well, sp- we'll, we'll yeah. probably see Loki and um what's her name? Uh Sylvie. Yeah, Sylvie. Well, she's coming Do back something. definitely. Yeah. 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 Well, I think we've covered most of the topics hey, we covered everything yeah <laughs> yeah so marvel you've got some good stuff coming don't mess it up because you're gonna you're Please gonna disappoint you're gonna disappoint a lot of people uh you're creating culture you're paving the way forward we wish you the best of luck and uh, remember to not stray too far away from the comic books because they're really well written and they're really interesting stories so good luck and uh, don't screw up. This is your mission if you choose to accept it. They already have. It's too late, man. <laughs> it's a Mission Impossible reference. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs>